Welcome to another episode. I'm Sabrina Lynn, and this is Rewilding. Um, I am just grateful to be here with you. I think this is a wild moment in time. Um, don't know what's happening in your life, but my life and those around me, it's a pretty intense time. I know it's eclipse season. We talked about that in the last episode and just the, um, this evolutionary moment that we're in this rapid transformation. I think transformation is a really good word. I've been feeling, I'm such deep Pluto energy, right? Which, which is really beautiful to talk about at this moment as we go into the dark goddess. So Pluto um, is considered an aspect of the dark masculine or the dark god, right? The counterpart to the dark feminine or the dark goddess. Uh, so maybe that'll be the little extra additional stuff that I share here in the intro. Because um, you know I like to do that in our audio version. Just share a little something extra that's not in the main content. Um, dark goddess has been showing up a lot in not just the astrology, so maybe you've heard some of those podcasts, but also in circles that I've been facilitating in surprising ways. So it hasn't been, oh, we're, we're walking in to do some de or some <laughs> ego slaying, which is something <laughs> this aspect of the feminine is so good at. Uh, it, it's not from that place. It's just kind of opening the door to what's here, what's arising in the moment, what most serves this circle of beings. And for it to be dark goddess showing up, dark goddess, like our priestess training program, it was dark goddess loud and clear in our very first retreat together in bones, living close to the bone. We worked with Medusa who went into the dark, deep depths of the feminine. Um, both very surprising to me, both very just um, being in the moment, feeling into the space, what's here, what most serves this moment. And for it to be so loud uh, was really beautiful and very interesting. Also, um, feeling into doing a final, well, who knows? We'll see. Um, but an in-person retreat here in Colorado at the Colorado Rewilding Retreat Center. So we're going to do that June 23rd, I think 23rd to 26th. But if you go to sabrinalynn.com, you'll find all the details for it. But for this in-person retreat, right? Because we could go into so many different themes, so many different um, aspects on, on an in-person retreat. And we haven't done a lot of them. Um, because of COVID and travel circumstances and all sorts of stuff. But for it to be the dark goddess, for it to be the dark goddess. So maybe just in this moment, you know, before we dive into the content, which by the way, we're going to go into six of the dark goddesses. We're going to go into the gifts of the dark goddess as well. So why? Why work with the dark goddess? And then kind of what... Just a few little, just a few little tidbits from six of the different dark goddesses that I've worked with very deeply and intimately, and kind of the different flavors of them and what they bring differently. Uh, so let me just feel, yeah, before diving in, 
just kind of this, you know, pause and maybe it's not right now. Maybe you do this later after the episode, but feeling into how is the dark goddess showing up in my life right now? Right. And the dark goddess is an energy. It's, it's an energy. So it doesn't have to be that you're seeing deities, right? Or you're in dreams. Kali is appearing to you. It doesn't have to. No, it's an energy. And if you think about um, an energy of transformation, transformation of depths, depths of truth, truth. And, you know, you just kind of feel into where in my life. Am I being asked to be really honest or where am I being asked to evolve, to grow, to see something that I maybe don't want to see, to own something that I maybe didn't want to own? Also possibly stepping into your power in some way. This is very much dark goddess territory is healthy boundaries. That's something to feel into around relationships is healthy boundaries, standing in our power, speaking our truth, warrior. If you feel into, you know, kind of, um, a, a, a heart warrior, like warrior energy. Um, it's also, let me just feel for a quick second. It's also, um, depending on which dark goddess you're working with. And again, we'll go into that in the podcast, but, um, this deepening into your soul alignment, deepening into purpose, deepening into fulfillment, deepening. And that doesn't mean job, right? I think sometimes we get so caught up in like purpose equals make money do job, but it's like, what is fulfilling to you? Like for me, um, I'm giving you this example just because it might broaden the way that you deepen into your own self. But for me, Right now, I am so called to um, soften. Like that to me is such a soul truth. And it's something like dark goddess has brought to light for me is this real deep desire to soften, to soften into my feminine, to soften into my sexuality, to dance um, in those ways and uh, to wear different clothing, right? So it's even showing up and just, no, 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 I don't, I, f- I feel good in this dress, this fabric, this, it's, it's, um, so I'm, I'm sharing that because it's her taking us to what is what is a longing, a calling, um, a, a desire within us that we maybe weren't seeing? Um, so hopefully that helps to just kind of expand and, and broaden things. Uh, I think I'll leave it at that for our intro. That feels really good. This is a pretty, uh, I don't know if dense is the right word, but we go into quite a bit of things in this conversation around the dark goddess. Um, Again, if working in this territory is something that sings to you, I would consider this in-person retreat. I don't know if we'll ever do another dark goddess retreat. I never know what we're going to do next, right? It's such a deep um, surrender and flowing with what's arising and what's here and what most serves. What is the theme? What is the topic? Um, When do we do an in-person retreat? Where? And so just to share with you, this is something I've been wanting to do for a long time. And 
It hasn't been right until now. Now is our time. Now is the moment when we can dedicate four days in person in a very intimate circle of only 20 individuals. That is it, max 20 individuals um, here at the Rewilding Retreat Center in Colorado, which is also my home. Uh, so it's very intimate setting, a very intimate setting. Um, as this podcast comes out, retreat's about half full. So just to kind of consider that if this is something that is singing to you. If four days is a little bit much <laughs> and you're like, I, I'm just getting introduced to the dark goddess, Sabrina, there's a $50, it's under 50 bucks, dark goddess workshop. Um that you're so incredibly welcome to feel into as well. And that's an online at home exploration into the dark goddess. It's a great way to dip your toe into the dark goddess and to start um, with the dark goddess. Um, if that's still feeling like a little bit too much, there's a free masterclass on the six faces of the feminine and dark goddess is included in those six faces. So it's not dedicated just to the dark goddess, but we do touch into the dark goddess and talk about the dark goddess. And that's, again, that's a free masterclass. So you've got three options. One is the four day retreat here <laughs> in Colorado. One is the workshop solely dedicated to the dark goddess. And that's experiential, that's um, energetic, that's transmissions, activations with this aspect of the feminine. And then the third option is the masterclass where, of course, there's an energetic transmission, but it's not quite experiential or deep diving like a workshop or, or a retreat. A retreat's a whole nother level, right? <laughs> but that's, that's kind of the third option is that masterclass. Okay, enough talking. Um, enjoy this episode. Enjoy the energetics of the dark goddess. Swim in it. Um, open to it. Let yourself get dreamy with it. Let yourself feel. Um, let your body talk. See what's arising as we go into each of the six dark goddesses like, ooh, ooh, Medusa's singing, ooh, Lilith, what is here? Um, just really, really let them speak to you, right? Their energies, they show up in symbols, they show up in dreams, they show up as deities, they show up in meditations, they show up on social media, right? As we're scrolling through Instagram, right? There is nowhere that energy can't flow, there is nowhere that Shakti is not. And so let the world talk to you. Uh, let the dark goddess talk to you through all ways. All right, um, enjoy the episode. My aim in this conversation is to gift you with something, is to bring something through, whether you do this retreat or not, but to bring something through that offers you something that touches you in some way, inspires you in some way, um, maybe even opens a door to a potential or a possibility that wasn't open before. <laughs> Big call, I know, right? Um, so I invite you to sink in and give yourself some time to receive Put yourself in a state of being to receive, to, to receive this conversation into your heart, into your body, into your belly, into your higher mind, to, to be able to receive what's on offer because it is an offering. And of course, it's also a way to feel if working with the dark goddess is something that's singing to you, calling to you. And if, of course, working with the dark goddess 
on this particular retreat is something that is calling to you and singing to you. <laughs> um, all right. So from this receptive space, <sighs> um, I'm feeling for our doorway in really quick. Um, I'll share this tiny little inside scoop. This is like a little inside scoop when um, working with the energetics of the dark goddess. This is personal. Um, so it's the inside personal scoop. It's an extremely humbling, extremely humbling energy. Um, humbling in a way that it really strips back um, egoical desires, egoical um, false masks, like the masks that we wear. How the dark goddess shows up for so many who work with her is this <laughs> piercing energy that is so incredibly liberating. So incredibly liberating. <laughs> liberating in a way that <laughs> she's like, no, no, this isn't what's true for you. <laughs> this isn't. This isn't what you really crave. This isn't what you're really longing for in life. And it's so beautiful that she comes through with such clarity and such potency where we can get, I mean, we live in this wild world of do more, get more, more stuff, more, accomplishment, more da 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 And one of, this is one, I'm gonna explore many more with you in this conversation, one of the dark goddess's gifts is she literally comes in with her like sword of truth and just cuts away everything that we've maybe bought into everything that has maybe been placed on top of us as an expectation. You know that like absorbed conditioning or family patterns that we've inherited or expectations that others place upon us. And it gets confusing where we don't necessarily know if is this coming from like my true, deep, authentic self or is this coming from some external force? This is just one, right? just one of the gifts that we'll work with in this retreat, but also on a greater scale that the dark goddess brings is, is, is her, it's like this piercing, I like that word for her in this moment, is this piercing force of just able to strip us bear in the most glorious, liberating, freeing way. So it's like stripping us down to truth, down to what is totally true, what is so true for you. Um, like this is what you truly crave in life, not this. This is what will truly bring you fulfillment, purpose, love. This is what will truly fulfill your soul's expression here, your soul's longings. 
that's, that's one gift. So let me share a few more. Something else that the dark goddess brings in is this capacity to heal, to shift, to transform things that we thought were unhealable, unchangeable. Deep, 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 old, 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 old wounds, patterns, experiences that we've been carrying around for this life, past lives, <laughs> um, generational, inherited things. It's, <sighs> there are things that we assume we will have for the rest of our lives. There just are. Maybe just take a moment if it feels right for you to just feel into, well, I just kind of have started to live with the fact that I'm not gonna make a lot of money in this lifetime. I've just kind of accepted the fact that my relationships are always gonna be challenging. I've just kind of accepted the fact that this is my lot in life right? Anything along those lines. Or I've just kind of accepted the fact that I have this ailment or this disease or this, you know, and, and we hear about these, these miraculous healings or miraculous shifts in our relationships or um, in our belief systems, these, these seemingly miraculous, right? Because it's, it, it, let me just go off the seemingly miraculous. This seemingly miraculous territory is dark goddess territory. It's dark goddess territory. I often use these words as a way of expressing um, her, her, her capacity to heal the deepest, darkest, oldest, stickiest stuff in our beings. The karmic imprints, the most horrific experiences that we've gone through in our lives that have shaped our lives. Horrible childhoods, right? Those, those places, there is this in the dark mother, which is an aspect of the dark goddess, the dark feminine, the deep sacred feminine, the dark mother. It is this compassion and this love and this way of bringing her energetics, her Shakti, her love, her deep love into that which is seemingly unlovable, that which is seemingly unchangeable, that which is seemingly unhealable. This is dark goddess, this is the dark goddess's stomping ground, right? This is her, this is her temple space. And it's like, give me, give me your deepest pain. Give me your deepest fears. Give me your oldest karmic patterns and let me transmute that into golden love light. Let me transmute that into an energy that leads you to your next highest expression, your next highest potential. Let me shift that from something that holds you back to something that propels you forward, to something that is fear or or anger, or rage, or grief into something that is wisdom. Something that is wisdom, something that is love. Something that grace can come out of. It's literally taking like 
ashes, we think of the phoenix often, right? Like the, the, the rise from the ashes, that's dark goddess territory. Rising from the ashes, like let there be, you know, the, the big burning forest fire comes through and it's destruction, right? And it's, and there's, and, and it's, it's painful, but then the new growth that comes from that, the new shoots that come from that, the new, if you, if you think of, I just heard this the other day, I don't know why we're doing this in this conversation, but I loved hearing this and reading about this. And it's um, in one of the, uh, like, I think it was Yosemite National Park, possibly. Um, my brain doesn't work super well in those sort of ways when we're <laughs> working with dark goddess energy. It's, it gets wired to a very different place. But um, this, this forest fire came through, but rejuvenated the entire national forest. And within 20 years, it was, it was far healthier, far more filled with life than it was before. That's a great expression of dark goddess. Um, her rejuvenating capacities, her healing capacities, her um, opening us to greater potentials that we didn't even know was there. That's dark goddess territory. Um, let me feel, feels important to talk about specific dark goddesses. There are many <laughs> dark goddesses in many traditions across the world. This particular retreat We'll work with up to six specific threads of the dark goddess. We'll definitely work with four, somewhere between four and six. Of those four and six, I might, I might give you a little taste of each one in a second, so hold on a second. I know some of you, you might be listening to this and um, you just, you know one or you know all six or... Um, or there's one that just like really catches you. So this, this little tiny part of our conversation, feel, uh, just feel, just feel, feel. Let yourself hear, feel, resonate in deeper levels. Um, dark goddess territory is not um, mind, logic, ration, reason is far deeper, far deeper. Um, so let me give you this as another way of sharing with you what we're going to walk into on retreat, but also an offering to feel into maybe which particular face of the dark goddess sings to you in this moment. Um, so, <laughs> there's Kali. Um, Kali. <laughs> Kali Ma. <laughs> um, I have a statue of Kali, actually, <laughs> right here. <laughs> I don't know if you can see that very well. It's kind of hard. Maybe I'll hold her in front of my skin. Um, I could talk for a week straight on Kali. Kali is ego slayer. Ego slayer. Kali is a very, 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 very high, potent, powerful, um, archetypal, <laughs> I hate using that word right now in this moment divine feminine essence that has capacity to um, 
awaken us in ways that we could not have even fathomed. Um, in this conversation, I'm gonna just highlight her spiritual awakening capacity. There's many more capacities to Kali, but this moment in time, it's to just highlight high level spiritual awakening. She's an archetypal energy that is take no bullshit. That is, there is so much more to you. Um, <laughs> let me feel for a second. Let me feel, let me feel. Um, she'll strip you bare. She'll strip you bare of your little egoical attachments, of your, the ways we cling on, the ways our little self clings on. Um, I think I'll leave it at that for her know that we'll explore this face in retreat. We will absolutely be working with Kali directly on this retreat. This I can promise you. <laughs> there is not an in-person retreat that I have done in the last six years that Kali has not shown up for. Um, hmm. Persephone. Persephone, queen of the underworld, queen of the underworld. In this moment in time, what's arising to share around Persephone is hmm, initiation through the stages of life, maiden mother crone. Don't get hung up on those three words though. It's initiation into maturation through feminine fullness of expression. And sometimes it comes through a, um, it's like initiation by fire, initiation by life intensity. If you think of um, like shamanic traditions where it's this old, old ways, shamanic, um, the shamans of a tribe, they were initiated by a very ferocious initiation. It was often like a life or death kind of illness. Um, these Persephone initiations are a bit similar, a bit similar um, and part of the reason that they come in so ferociously now is that um, many of our societies and many of us, we weren't, um, we never went through rites of passage. We never went through rites of passage. We were never initiated into womanhood. There was no, um, there was no rite of passage. Something happens in that sacred ritual of rites of passage. Persephone brings rites of passage. She will bring through rites of passage. Wherever you're at, wherever you're at, you're 20, she will bring through rites of passage in that moment. You're 80, she will bring through rites of passage. It's always when working with these energies, it's the Shakti rises up to meet you where you're at and take you to your next greatest place, always. So that said, if there's any fear around dark goddess territory, know that it is always in alignment with your highest good. Always, always. Now I can't speak for others working in this territory. I can't speak for others working in this territory. Here, rewilding and with me, it is always, always in the name of your highest good, your soul's highest expression, always, always. Um, okay, let's go back to Medusa. <laughs> Medusa, whew, the Gorgon. Um, Medusa, Ooh, um, she 
in this moment, again, there's many face facets to the dark goddesses, but what's coming through in this moment is really working with um, serpent, serpent energy. Um, and the medicine, the mystery held within serpent energy. There's a, um, there's a real like base chakra, second chakra, um, association with Medusa, a real Kundalini association with Medusa. Kundalini awakening. Um, um, hold on a second. There's a little bit more here. Um, that I, there's also a link between her and primordial feminine, ancient primordial feminine, the fullness of her. Medusa has this capacity to open doors to the depths of the sacred feminine, ancient primordial feminine. These are deep, 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 deep mysteries. I know that we will also be working in this territory on this retreat. I don't know if we'll go to that territory through the goddess Medusa, although I have a sense because we're talking about it here, but I don't know, I can't promise that, but I can promise we will be working in this deep, sacred, ancient, primordial feminine place that transcends the goddess archetypes. It's a layer deeper. It's a layer beyond the goddess archetypes. Um, and we'll work toward that. It takes a bit to get into that space. So we'll work toward that on this retreat. Uh, okay. Whew. Um, Hecate. Let's speak Hecate. Uh, Queen of the witches. Queen of the witches. Hecate, in this moment, what feels to, I don't know, just to be shared in this moment is she has this capacity to um, assist us stepping into our power, stepping into our power, reclaiming our power, um, moving beyond unconscious fears, unconscious fears of opening up to Feminine power. Unconscious fears can show up as witch wounds, as past life karmic imprints. If I step into my feminine power, AKA witch power, witchy power, sorcery, um, I don't want to use that word, um, tantrika, um, sacred process, like any of these feminine associated, embodied, sacred powers. There is much power here. There are many gifts that unfold when we work with the dark goddess. Um, thing is, we don't get to use them for egoical advantages. We don't get to use them for egoical misuse of power advantages, at least not here. Again, I can't speak for others who hold space for dark goddess, but not here. Not here. This is the gifts arise so that we can support our own highest unfolding and the highest unfolding of everyone else. If we are in alignment with our highest unfolding and our greatest good, we are always automatically in alignment with everything and everyone else's highest good, greatest unfolding. A lot of people's little selves don't see that, right? So if you're like, hold on a second, I know that when I've made some really aligned choices for myself and I've really stepped into what 
was highest for me. Others didn't necessarily respond. Was that response coming from their highest self? Was that response coming from their highest self? Part of what the dark goddess also does is deepens our alignment to our highest self, our soul self, our deep truth, our authentic self. So she deepens our relationship to our power, our empowered self, our true self, and our spirit soul self, right? So when it comes to things like um, finding our soul purpose, um, being in alignment, speaking my truth, having healthy boundaries, this is all dark goddess territory, all dark goddess territory. And she will literally teach you from inside out, from inside out, deep inner alchemical changes that then ripple out into relationships into how we communicate in the world, into how we show up in the world, into um, how, how, we, um, how we create in the world, how we raise our babies, how we love our lovers, how all of it, all of it. One of the aspects about working with goddess energy, especially dark goddess energy, is that it is embodied. It is embodied. And when it is embodied, it... Um, <laughs> It's not just that it's embodied in our bodies, in our psyches, in our physicality, where changes will occur in our bodies, in our minds, in our emotional states. They will. It is inevitable. When we work with dark goddess, it is inevitable. It is too embodied to not bring about physical change that aligns with your highest expression. Um, but also, it moves beyond. It moves beyond just our bodies. It moves out because we are that embodied. It moves out into our relationships, into our careers, into our homes, into all aspects of our life. All aspects of our life. That's probably part of the reason why she's a little bit scary. <laughs> or there's a little bit hesitation, possibly, for some is, ooh, I don't know if I want this much change in my life. Ooh, I don't know if I'm ready for this much transformation. So the question isn't, will this transform my life? The question is, am I ready for deep transformation that arises from my inner truth, from my soul's truth? Am I ready for that kind of rapid transformation, for that kind of deep honesty with myself, that kind of deep truth? with myself? Am I ready for that much healing, that much awakening, that much juice, that much aliveness, that much grace and Shakti, life force, that much because she's a life force awakener. So if we go back to, I feel like we're done exploring, we'll just explore those four goddess energies. Know that there's more, um, but we'll just leave it at those. Lilith, I think we need to speak about her super quickly. Lilith really works with, um, I think in this moment, what to bring in here is really works with our relationship to, and this is good because we're about to talk about life force, really works with our relationship to our sexual energy, our bodies, our bodies, and anywhere that we hold shame. Also, she works with our relationship to our power. So to our feminine power, that doesn't mean woman, that means feminine, we all have feminine power. What is our relationship to that? That's an aspect of Lilith. Um, but I love 
for this moment in this conversation. I love that she's weaving in sexuality, sacred sexuality, um, <laughs> the, the tantric gifts held within sexuality. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay. I think we'll leave it at that. We could talk about Eris as well. Maybe we'll touch on her really quickly because I said we'd talk about six. Eris, um, Eris is chaos, chaos. They all talk about her as she's goddess of chaos, discord. Like what would her gifts be? And this is often how the dark goddess is portrayed, which is why her mysteries are so hidden. Her gifts are so hidden because it's been so taboo in so many traditions. Um, so she had to go underground. Um, let me feel Eris. So Eris, Eris is, is sacred activist, is warrior. If we were gonna talk about a dark goddess as a warrior energy, I am a warrior for truth. I will create chaos so that the truth will come out, so that the truth will prevail. Um, I am an activist for, um, for those, I wanna say those less fortunate, but even the parts of myself that are less, um, less fortunate, if that makes sense. The, um, she brings about also this capacity to stand in that warrior, to stand in one's own truth and not get swayed by social norms, not get swayed by what other people want from us, not get swayed. It's, it's this strengthening, this, I like to call it soul stamina, soul stamina, that's Eris. Um, wow, this is becoming a longer conversation than I anticipated. Hmm. Let me feel. Whew. I know I was starting to talk about another gift. This is it. Let's go back to more gifts that the dark goddess brings. I know we talked about a few at the beginning. We'll talk about a few here as we wrap things up. One of the dark goddesses gifts is bringing us aliveness. There's this old, um, there's this, I don't know, old saying that it takes so much energy to keep denied parts of self locked away. Um, like it takes energy to, to always be, I'm giving random examples here, to always be good girl or good boy or good person. It takes, or to put on the mask. It, it takes energy to put on the mask. Also, anything that we are denying in ourselves, like if I'm denying my wild woman, right? My wildness, or if I'm denying my sexuality, or if I'm denying how, how much um, I am longing to be artistic or creative, or how much I'm longing to have a baby. If I'm denying parts of myself or desires in myself, I am denying some of my life force. I am denying some of my aliveness. And so we have, you know, many of us kind of walk through life feeling half alive, half awake. Many of us go, go, go through life feeling 
dull, bored, like another day at the nine to five. Oh God, gotta feed, gotta feed the family. Oh, part of what the dark goddess does is she unleashes this enormous amount of energy that's right there. It's just that it's like jammed up. It's just that the door has been shut on it. And so she opens us to so much more of our aliveness, which also includes our potentials, our potency, um, our creative essences, our juice, our, 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 our beauty, our radiance, our pleasure, right? Our peace, our bliss. Um, Finally, so in this, let's do another like little subcategory of this aspect of gifts that the dark goddess brings is this, this real capacity to um, to liberate us from, from the shadow from the unconscious. So I know that we've been kind of dancing around and skirting around that. And I've been sharing that in different ways at the start and just kind of now. But if we talk that language around shadow work or unconscious, and if we feel into, you know, some of those sayings around, um, the unconscious will, will move us and we're not even aware of it. What's hidden in the unconscious in the hidden realms in our shadow selves, will we'll move us, will direct our lives and we will call it fate, right? I think this is a Jung quote, something along these lines, until we make the unconscious conscious, um, we, will call, we will call it fate. We will feel like it is being done to us. It's happening to us. Part of what the gift of the dark goddess is is she makes the unconscious conscious. She makes the unconscious conscious. When the unconscious becomes conscious, we have choice. We are liberated from being puppeteered by the things that are sitting in our shadow. The things that are sitting in our shadow. Like the deep old fear of, I don't know, if I love this deeply, I might lose someone. And so we actually push away the very love that we want and we're desiring because the fear is running our life. The fear is running our life. Um, that's just one example and there's so much in this territory, but that's dark goddess territory. That is dark and it's liberation. So let me wrap this up for us. If I were gonna give us a few words on the dark goddess, I would use the words, uh, I would use the word liberation. Liberation, she, she will bring you freedom, a level of freedom that is barely fathomable. Awakener, she will awaken awaken truth, like truth, what you truly desire. She will also awaken juice, aliveness, passion, purpose. She's an awakener. She'll just wake it up in you. Uh, another word is, I'm gonna use this word, he healer. Healing deepest, darkest wounds, oldest trauma, um, unconscious traumas that we're not even aware of. That's dark goddess territory. Um, rapid, um, rapid transformation. It's quick, it's quick. And this is why some choose not to go the dark goddess route because it's so quick. 
and it's so embodied. It is so, um, it is so embodied and it will so ripple out into all of your life. It will ripple out into all of your life. <laughs> so if you're gonna start working with the dark goddess, it's to be prepared for life changes. Physical body changes, mental changes, emotional changes, spiritual changes, relationship changes, maybe home changes. Now they're always different. Some are more subtle, right? I know I'm making this like, but it's, it's, it's transformation. I'm gonna end on this word. Love, love beneath all of this in the dark goddess is love, but it's, it's a love that is love of your soul, love of your greatest potentials, not love of your ego, not love of your little self, not love in a way that, you know, protects your precious little self. It is a deeper love. It is a deeper love. It is a fierce love. Fierce grace is the great way of describing her love. It is potent love, powerful love, <laughs> wise love, wise love. Um, and it is, let me feel, it is also unconditional love. It's also unconditional love. So no matter what we've done up to this, it's unconditional love. She's a mother. She's a dark mother. It's unconditional love. Unconditional love. Hmm. Whew. I think that's it. I think that's it. Um, wholehearted invitation um, to join us on retreat. Wholehearted invitation to walk into the dark goddess in whatever way it feels to you. Wholehearted invitation to go, wow, this was a great conversation, Sabrina. This was a great experience. Thank you. That's beautiful if this is it. If you're like, eh, that dark goddess is not for me. Total respect. Um, just an absolute honoring of what is your deepest truth. An absolute honoring of what is your deepest truth and an invitation to not just in this moment honor your deepest truth, but to fucking follow it. That's the dark goddess, is to follow it. It's not just, oh, I know what my deepest truth is. It's to actually move toward it, to follow it, to take action, to move toward it, whatever that is, whatever that is. Um, wow. <laughs> um, that's it, that's it. Just a lot of love. <laughs>